0: Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew of America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com and click on the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. You will not be disappointed. And as my co-host Andrew always says, please share the podcast. We cannot emphasize that enough. We conservatives have to get our voices out there because we see that it is so limited. And those spaces that we are in, they're constantly being censored. They want to take us down. So again, share broadcast and the podcast. Tonight, I'm kind of flying solo I don't know what happened to my co host, Andrew. He got stuck in the traffic, I guess. But if he pops in, we'll let him in. But my guest tonight is David Bacon. And David has been on our show before. And when he came on, we were talking about parental rights and why parental rights are so important. I think this was back in September. And it was geared toward this whole notion or this push, this obsession, so it seems, with children being able to make the decision to transition from male to female or female to male. I think it's a slippery slope. I think it's extremely dangerous. But for some reason, the past couple of years, this has been a push. Seemingly the federal government, with Joe Biden's administration, pushing gender-affirming health care. I I don't get it. How can a child decide the health care that child needs? And to take that responsibility from the parent and say we're going to give it to the child when we don't let children make decisions well currently we don't as to what they want to eat what they want to dress how they want to dress the places they can go there's a reason why we have r-rated movies we're not taking the movies away from adults but we're saying it's not appropriate for children there's a reason why fathers on cannot take their sons to strip clubs but for some reason it's okay for moms to take their children to clubs to see drag queens or drag queens to have access to our children at school. And we don't even have grandparents coming to the school to read to our children, but it's okay for a drag queen. So this agenda by the left, and it is by the left, I'm not going to be shy about saying it, it is something that the left is pushing. And I find it extremely dangerous. Initially, we were told that trans wanted to be accepted the same with gays accept us now it's not only are you going to accept us we're going to get into your lives and we want to be in your lives and it begs the question again why is this happening now the trans community does not make up a huge segment of the population but i would dare say it is another group An aggrieved group that the left Democrats see as potential voters. So let's bring them in also. Let's get all these aggrieved groups in so that they can vote for us. We don't care about them. We want them to think we do, but we don't. But we're going to bring them in up under the umbrella so that we can continue to have them vote for us indefinitely, regardless as to who we're hurting. The most innocent among us are children. So as I mentioned when I opened up, David Bacon is on to talk to us about this. He himself has firsthand knowledge about the whole trans transitioning from one gender to the next. And I gotta say, even when we say transitioning, you can't transition because you're still who you that you're still the gender that you were born with. I don't care how many times you mutilate mutilate your body. If you were born a male, you're still a male. If you're born a female, you're still a female that's indisputable, that's science, that's biology, and scientists know it. Why they're trying to backtrack on that, why they want to get lazy and say, oh, okay, let's transition. No, you're not. It's beyond my realm of thinking, other than the fact that they have an agenda to push. David, thank you for joining me tonight. How are you?
1: I'm doing all right. How are you doing this evening?
0: I'm doing good, David. So <sighs> we spoke about this before back in September, this whole – and at the time, we were talking about parent taking the parents' rights – from them and allowing children to make decisions that will impact them down the road. I know recently you participated in a symposium or a panel whereby you had individuals who had transitioned and individuals who had transitioned and detransitioned. So could you give us, talk to us about that? How did you get involved in it? Well, first of all, tell our listeners about your background, your experience with the trans community.
1: Um, To start off with the fact that I was with my transition in itself, uh, which was... Going on six years ago is when I de-transitioned out. So for about seven years prior to that, so we're looking at you know almost fourteen years of studying this, not just studying it but living it. Um, I realized that I was lost in my own thoughts and believing that I could become a woman, and this idea uh, was pushed further into my mind by therapists and psychiatrists, activists. I don't really call them actual doctors. I call them practitioners because all forms of doctorhood of any type of PhD, you're still studying your format. You're still practicing what you believe. And the same goes with religion and stuff, too. So we're still practicing what we believe. So I'm as a new as a recurrence of coming back to Christ because I was lost, uh, but now found. I find that in my own humble opinion, uh, through God's teachings, I truly believe that this ideology is being promoted through modern day woke activists who actually do have an agenda. And within that, with this agenda, as I'm referring to, is that it's encouraging um, young young teens and younger, even adults um, up to like four, 30, 40 years old. Uh, through, mostly through social media sites such as Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and stuff like that. And to the, to me, this this feels – no, I wouldn't say feels. This This is a social contagion in a way. And I was homeschooled up until about fifth grade. And in fifth grade is when I had my first ever thoughts of this thought being placed in my mind where I didn't want to be a boy and I didn't have to be. Uh, again, it was placed in a public school based in Georgia back in the early, late '90s, I guess we could say. So th- this 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 kind of evolved into a very big story of mine. So I'm going to try and keep the details short. Um, the public schools, in my opinion, have become more dangerous to our youth than helpful. And, like you were talking about, the whole um, how they're pushing this onto children and stuff, there are several books that I think people need to be aware of. Uh, and these are just four of like a multitude of them. And I'm just going to give you some minor details to what they are. One book that parents should be looking out for is the title is called Gender Queer, and it's a memoir um, ex- with explicit pornographic books. Uh, it's a pornographic book showing sexual acts between two boys. And then there's this other one it's called Flamer, and it's a graphic book about young boys performing sexual acts at a summer camp. And then a third title that you, parents and guardians and stuff like that and grandparents, too, should be looking at is This Book is Gay. And it's, uh, it's a book that contains instructions on the ins and outs of being having gay sex. And the fourth one that a lot of teachers have been noticing a lot lately is, and parents and parental guardians and stuff like that, is this, this last title is called Let's Talk About It, and it's a book that contains graphic de- uh, depictions on about how to masturbate for males and females. So when they say that, you know, you can be any gender you want, yet they're claiming that you can only choose either male or female, depending on how you want to perceive yourself. So when you're trying to supposedly air-quoting transition, you're not really transitioning you're, uh, from one sex to another. You're mutilating your body from one sex to uh, I guess you could say a eunuch at this point, because you're, if for a male and you could t- t- chop off your you know penis i'm going to say that a little bit a better easier term to use um you you don't you lose all a majority of the time you lose your functionality down there and your sex drive kind of like drops and you and and for that case you can't have birth you can't give birth you can't get pregnant you don't have periods you can't shove anything up there that'll stop bleeding because it's it's a cavity at this point it's no longer an actual working sexual organ it's just it, it it seals up on its own if you don't – I'm going to say this too because it gets a little graphic, and I understand how it can become – it can be sensitive to some people, but it's literally a wound. It's an open wound, and you have to do these things called dilation. Just look up to just, – just look it up. That's all I'm telling parents. I'm not giving you any more details <laughs> than just say look it up. Um, It's very gross, grotesque, but – these are the books that they're teaching our children, and then they're telling you that you could do it this way, but you're not really going to do this, and it's it 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 breaks a lot of
0: morals um, that within this nation. If I could just interrupt it for a second, now you yeah. listed the books that you know you said parents, grandparents, and adults should be aware of because they're definitely sliding this into the schools. And at the same time, we see parents, the woke parents that are out protesting and politicians mainly that are saying that we don't, we're trying to censor books. We don't want these books in the school. And when I opened up, I mentioned that there is a reason for R rated movies. There's a reason for X rated movies. There's a reason why we say dads can't take their sons to strip clubs. It's banned. But it's not banned if you're of a certain age. If you're of a certain age, those books are readily available and accessible for you. So when you have the left, Democrats, on the Hill, shouting and saying, oh, they want to ban the books. They don't want you to read these books. I'm like, that's just a right out lie. And I fault Republicans for not coming out, or conservatives or whatever they wanna call themselves, for not coming out and saying and calling it out as being a lie and telling them, no, you have access to these books, but we don't want our children, our young minds to have access to them. But you know what I would say, David? They want the children to have access to those books because they know that they are impressionable minds. They want to confuse the children. And as you said, public schools are deadly. They are deadly in some instances because they are pushing this stuff. When you look at the teacher population, you look at who has access to our children, as we saw in California, a lot of these teachers... walking on the dark side. A lot of them entered into early education and colleges with designs to enter into the public sector, the public schools, to have access to our children and to start the indoctrination. That is a reason why Joe Biden want our children to start school as early as three so that they can have access to them and they can start to poison their minds and that is deadly and as you mentioned also fifth grade that's when you were exposed to this now think of all the other children at that age who are trying to fit in they're confused some of them have early hormones that have started to play out start to rise up and then you're having all these thoughts and then you go to someone that you're thinking is going to help you and what do they say Oh well, maybe you're this. Maybe you're that. That's deadly. And and to go it's on. wrong. Go ahead. Dave. Yes,
1: it is. To go on. Uh, to go back a little bit. Just to backtrack. Just a second here. To the books. When they say that we're banning books, we aren't banning these books. I actually went to my local Target center, and they're in the children's section on the middle shelf, where a fifth grader's height could just readily grab the
0: book. And read it right then and there. So don't it's tell me design. that we're
1: censoring the books. We're literally giving them these books.
0: It's by design. They want it yes. that way. They want to put those books because they know the kids are curious. They know the kids will look at them. They and know they look the all colorful
1: and pretty. And sometimes they have rainbows on it. And they, it's very eye attracting to a child. It's very eye attracting to
0: a child. And it's designed. Do it that on purpose. Yes, it is. It is. It is all by design. So when I hear Democrats politicians that are out screaming and saying, "Oh well, you're a bigot," and I'm like, "Why are you calling this person a bigot simply because they want to protect the innocence of children? You're going to call that person a bigot simply because they don't want that child exposed to adult themes? I mean, where do, where does it stop exactly?" If we look the other way at this, David, I'm afraid that eventually, and I think this is coming down the pipeline, that society will start saying, okay, kids can have affairs or sexual relations with adults. There's a group called NAMBLA. It's an organization whereby it. men, I don't know what the acronym stands for, men having relationships, sexual relationships with young boys.
1: We're yeah, there's only a...
0: a step away from that, David. Go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, we're not a step away from that. It was actually implemented back in 2018 at a TED Talk in Germany. You see? I'm not joking. This lady literally talked about a man, about a a young boy uh, who was like 19 years old, um, and it was about how he had this sexual fantasy to want to have a relationship with an 11 or 12-year-old girl or a 12 or a 12 year old boy and she said that we shouldn't call him a pedophile we should we should love him for who he is his i think the name that they gave him was Jonas or something like that um there's an actual youtube video on it i highly recommend parents to go watch this only to sh- see and show you that i'm not making this up it's it's very and, and the and the audience was clapping And a couple of the audience people were actually nodding their heads. So there's a a, like in in an agreement with what she was saying. And I'm going to be warned. I'm going to warn you, too. It's very monotoned, So you might fall asleep (laughs) Um, (laughs) because she I honestly don't believe she believed what she was saying. But she had like there's like I said, there's an agenda to it. And it doesn't go back just to 2019. It's actually this this whole ideology of gender affirming stuff has started back in the 1950s with uh, two men. Uh, One guy's name is John Money, and another one is Alfred C. Kenzie. Um, I don't know if anybody knows about who they are. Uh, I could give a little description if you'd like. Um, I have a couple of sentences here that I wrote down for my notes if you'd like me to share those with you. Go ahead. Um, So, Okay, so I'll start with John Money. He was a uh, psychology professor at Johns Hopkins University, he studied uh, gender ideology and it was his brainchild in fact he actually he was the one who coined the term uh the terms gender ideology and gender roles and according to money babies are general uh gender neutral at birth and ultimately environmental An environment determines whether a person is a man or a woman. Money's theory says that a boy can be raised as a girl and vice versa. Uh, So Money also tested his theory on two twin boys and performed heinous sexual abuse on these children. And not only that, he had them enact sexual behaviors on each other. And that's just it's just disgusting. Uh, and then as for um Alfred C. Kenzie, he wrote the most influ- uh influential book called Sexual Behavior in the Human Male. Um, and all of his studies were performed in a prisons, not in actual society. And he performed heinous experiments on children as young as five months old. Hollywood even made a movie called Kenzie, and they used the actor Liam Neeson as the main character. They also used his foundation for the sexual education in our schools today. And it, it's, that's where it all started. So if you guys want to know, go look up John Money and Alfred C. Kenzie. Uh, do some research on them. Uh, it's it's going to blow your mind away on where this all started.
0: You know i do recall i remember the movie from hollywood uh the kinsey studies with liam neeson i remember that and i also remember you said the ted talk in 2018 i remember that woman saying that we should not refer to people who like children as pedophiles she said it has such a negative connotation I'm like what are you talking about? They again, this is the left changing definitions. The same way they've changed the definition of what a woman is. They want to yeah, change the definition too. and they want you to think that it's okay. Like with the pronouns, they they it and, and all this other stuff sway. I'm like, wait a minute, this is wrong. This is wrong. And why are we allowing it to manifest itself in our public schools? And that is a reason why Randy Weingartner, who happens to be a lesbian, not that, you know, she wants to be a lesbian. She's an adult, a consenting adult. That's her business. But she wants access to our children, the curriculum, so that they can push this stuff on our children. And you have gullible parents who think it is the it thing. Oh, this is cool. I have a designer child. My child isn't a boy or a girl. My child is a it, and I think it's the greatest thing. You are the parent. You should be standing up and getting help for your child. But they're not doing that. They have just given in, and I think that a lot of doctors with the American Medical Association whom I think is just completely gone off the rails, they don't want to treat gender dysphoria. They've given up on it. They've gotten lazy. So when Individuals come in and say, I'm suffering here. I need help. I need to talk to someone. They have been instructed. The best thing you could do for this person is to give them some hormone pills, shoot them up, and begin the surgery immediately. Now, we've got to go to break. But I want to bring up the shooting in Tennessee and what we're finding out about Audrey Hale because she, too, was having an identity crisis at the time she committed the heinous acts in Nashville. You're tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. Stay tuned, we'll be back after the break.
2: Are you worried about spike proteins and how they may impact your health? Are you looking for help? The Wellness Company has an answer in the form of our clean, pure, all-natural spike formula developed by experts like Dr. Peter McCullough. The Wellness Company's spike formula includes the incredible Nattokinase, dandelion root, black sativa extract, green tea, and iris sea moss. Even better, the spike formula by The Wellness Company is vegan, gluten-free, and made right here in the USA, so you know that you can trust and rely on it if you're concerned about spike proteins. Buying American-made naturalistic ingredients of this quality separately costs over $100. Our spike formula is only $65.99. Get spike formula today by going to TWC.Health. Outloud listeners use the code OUTLOUD at checkout for an additional discount. Go to TWC.Health, promo code OUTLOUD, and get peace of mind if you're concerned about spike proteins.
3: HealthyCell.com code out loud.
4: We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait. We wash our nose. Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over twenty-three thousand times a day. That's twenty-three thousand opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear. X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's xlear.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today.
0: I'm are back on After Dark with Robin Andrew. And we're having a conversation with David Bacon. And we're talking about this entire push of transgenders onto our children, drag queens. And David, are you familiar with the group? I think you might have mentioned this on our show the last time. Uh, gay groomers who are trying to expose... Because not everyone, I want to say this first, not everyone in the LGBTQ AFG mafia are pushing this. You have some gays that are looking at this and they're shaking their heads and they're saying, this is not the intention. This is not where we wanted this to go. We were not saying that we want to push this agenda on children. And they are speaking out against it. And I would say they are just like the Blacks. are saying this whole thing with diversity and equity, it is wrong. We are not coming out and saying that white people are bad and they should be exterminated. But what has happened is that you've got some wokies within that group. You've gotten some Blacks who are so woke, like Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, and Joy Reid and Al Sharpton, who have taken leave of their senses, and they're thinking that it's okay to attack white people. It's okay to say they're the devil. It's okay to say we want to exterminate them. It's okay to say we want to put black people who aren't qualified in different positions. Look no further than Joe Biden's administration. There are a lot of blacks that are there that are racist, and they are incompetent, starting with Kamala Harris, and then next, Kareem Jean-Pierre, who is the press secretary for the White House. Completely incompetent. So within the gay community, you have these radicals that are targeting our children, that want to groom our children and want to change them and want to confuse them. Now, when we went to break, I had mentored Audrey Hale, the 28-year-old woman who went inside of a Christian school and killed six individuals, three adults and three children. What was happening here? Now, she has written a letter, a manifesto that we're yet to see. Now, by the time we're talking about this tonight, they might release it after they've doctored it. Why don't they want us to read what she had to say? I would dare say had she been a white male. The The manifesto would have already leaked out by the press. They would have, oh, this is what she said, because we know males, they're toxic, they're evil, they're mean. But because she was a transgender, they don't want to release it. They want to dress it up, and they want to say that she did what she did because of the right, because of Christians, if they are attacking them. It is wrong. This past weekend, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, David, but they had Transgender Day. By yeah. saying, We're going to strike back. We're going after those that are trying to silence us. You even had the press secretary for the governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs, to come out and say, this is what we'll do to you if you come after us. People are actively on the trans side. They're actively promoting violence, and there's no one on the left to stop them. It's as if, they'll, oh, it's OK. You can attack those Christians. You can do whatever you want to do with them. Kill them. We don't care. But then I would point to you. Look at the Islamic faith. Do you actually think they're sitting and breaking bread with trans and gay people? Do you actually think they have laws to protect their rights? No, they don't. But in America, we do. Do you actually think that China... China, who's spying on us with TikTok, China, who's putting a lot of this propaganda information through TikTok to confuse our children. Do you think that they're going to sit at a table with a trans or gay person? Absolutely not. But you know what they are doing? They're allowing TikTok to feed and indoctrinate our children to make our children think, oh, this is okay," because while we're confused, China has designs to take over. But no one is looking at that. The Democrats, oh, we got to keep TikTok. You know why? Because TikTok has a lot of young users that they want to go after to vote for them. And their evil, corrupt agenda David what do you say
1: I uh, first would like to point out that uh if a white man wears black face it's offensive to blacks but if a a, a person identify if a male identifies as a woman it's not offensive to a woman <laughs> I, I, I just I I'd just like to point that out and another key point about this whole that transgender um uh, trans visibility day. Uh, and I saw the post talking about it on Twitter before they removed it, where it said trans visibility, trans visibility day. Um, uh, they called it day of vengeance. And then there was a big old riot in Tennessee about it. And like, there was, it, it, it it was crazy. There's some posters out that were saying, um, uh, with a question that says, hate trans people, question mark, kill yourself. Like, what? We're not telling you to kill. We Christians aren't telling you to kill yourself. We're telling you to love yourself. There's a huge difference with that. And I, since we're talking about this whole, since I'm talking about Christianity real quick, I want to point us to Psalms 97.10. It specifically says, Oh, you who love the Lord, hate evil. He per- preserves the lives of his saints he delivers them from the hand of the wicked so with that on with that in itself it's it's yeah we're hating the action that we're supposed to hate because god hates the action of what your choice may be even though he knows what you're going to do before you do it we're not hating you as a person you can go live your life as you want as an adult but as a child leave the innocence alone leave the meek alone because the meek and the innocent will not under, do not understand what they are trying to make their choices in because they're still naive. They don't really fully grasp life in itself because heck it took me several years to understand philosophy. I've been taking philosophy courses from Hillsdale for about three years now, and there's still a ton of information that I don't know, but I've gotten to the point to where I've now been looking at Frederick Nietzsche's book where he talks about, um, fighting our monsters where, um, He says, you know, uh, in order to fight a monster, you have to become a monster yourself. But make sure you don't go too far into a monster, because if you do, you'll start staring into the abyss. And if you stare too long into the abyss, the abyss will start staring back at you. And that's where I believe these these woke people are at. there. The abyss is starting to stare back at them and they're becoming what they are fighting against. And the worst part about all of it, and the reason why I bring that up is because there was another post about a girl holding a sign that says trans rights and then it had a bunch of rifles on it which they're trying to ban and then it says or else at the bottom so it's like are they implementing that they're going to kill there if you're not trans we're gonna kill you is that what they're using but yet they want to ban firearms in the united states but yet they want to use those same firearms to commit violence it doesn't make any sense to me as a logical rational person it it, it's beyond twisted. It's all hypocrisy. And about that, um, uh, the hail situation, the shot, the shooting um, that I, I was reading up on some some notes where apparently something something similar was released by the police where they said that she tried to go. And yes, I'm saying she not he because the news even reported it as a she. And then they went and made corrections calling her a him. But yet, because they got flabbergasted and point and and, and po- poked at for saying that you called her a she and it's a he, and all that. What in the world, dude? The news doesn't care. The, the, the only thing that they care about is a good story. At the end of the day, they don't exactly. care what you think. They just want you want they want you to what to think, not how to think about the article. So that's this whole. Uh, hail situation. I was reading up the one of the police reports said that she tried to go to two different schools to do that act to, to perform this heinous act, but found out she couldn't attack those two schools because they had security.
0: Exactly, <laughs> I'm so glad you chose brought that up. The out.
1: least defensive school, which was her
0: yep. school, by yep. the way, she graduated from and killed <laughs> her own people. That is so true. You got the you have the Democrats saying, we want to get rid of all the guns. Get rid of all the guns. But like you said, she had mapped out the schools she was going to go to. And when she realized that some of the schools had security officers with guns, she decided, oh, not gonna go there. I'm gonna go to the school down the block because I used to go there. And I know that they don't have guns. Now let me just call this to your attention. Colorado Spring Shooter identified as being non-binary, it was a man. Denver Shooter identified as trans, a woman. Aberdeen Shooter identified as trans, a man. And then lo and behold, the Nashville Shooter identified as trans, was a woman. As opposed to saying, it's okay to switch over, we should have doctors, we should have qualified doctors listening to these individuals. Now, they were saying that this Hale woman was under a doctor's care. We don't know what was going on because they haven't released all the information. But as I was watching you on the show, you were participating in a symposium. And one, you might have said this, and I know there was another uh, participant who said that the Medical Association has just let down so many families. And they're more quick to just say, give them some pills and let them go and transition them. And we hear this time after time after time of individuals who have transitioned and i must say i'm not a doctor i don't even play a doctor but i've spoken to many doctors and i've spoken to individuals like yourself david and we had someone else on who was in the middle of transitioning and stopped it because they said this is this wasn't for me they were pushing this down my throat the point i want to make is that even once they have transitioned a lot of these individuals still aren't happy there are moments of happiness but the depression is still there. It doesn't go away. Now, some of them will lie about it, and they'll say, oh, no, no, I, I'm i okay. No, you're not, because what you were trying to achieve, you didn't get there, because you know deep down within that you are not what you're trying to transition and be. I look at this guy, Dylan Mulvaney, and how he's all over TV, and he's getting all these commercials, and he's uh, the face for Maybelline, and I'm like, but this is a man. He has taken a job away from a woman, and he's pretending to be a woman. And the worst way possible, you look at Rachel Levin, who is in the Biden White House, who's supposed to be the officer of health, who is pushing gender reaffirming surgery. Rachel Levin, who went to college with Mark Miley. Mark Miley, who's pushing this nonsense in the Army. So that our army won't be, or the military, so that our military won't be prepared should we have to go against China or Russia. Now you look at how this has come together under the Biden administration. Biden, who by the way, 20 years ago was completely against this. But he has now decided to jump on their bandwagon because they're looking for votes. When you have people who are supposed to be intelligent, educated individuals who will stand up and say, no, let our children transition. There's something that's wrong. Our society has failed. These are children. They need help. They're screaming out for help. And the only help we can give them is to go in and change your plumbing. Just change it. Women, take away your breast. And then we're supposed to say this is a woman, whereas you have real women. I'm not even saying real women. You just have women, natural born women who are women who are looking at this. And then you want to talk about the feminist movement, the women's rights? Where is it when you have men who have just like co-opted the entire thing and say, oh, this is us. We are women. We're the real women. And I'm looking at a tweet that you put up the other day. I want to mention this tweet because it's so timely. And it says, there are no scientific facts that say transgenderism is good for a nation. There are no scientific studies written by two men. There are scientific studies written by two men that say yes, but still proven to be factually incorrect. There are, however, scientific facts and history books that say transgenderism destroys a nation. How can they reproduce? That's what we're designed for, to reproduce. I think you said this on that symposium that you were on. Once we are here... Our time is limited, but we're supposed to rec- re- procreate so that others will be here. But this is not what the left wants. They want us to believe that a man is a woman and a woman is a man. And then you have those individuals who say, I'm going to transition, but they're going to keep their sexual organs so that they can get pregnant and then have children to confuse the children. David, that is wrong it's mm-hmm. just wrong and why people won't call it out like you said we can be respectful we're christians and we love you but we don't like the sin we will love you just the same but the sin that you're propagating no don't want it what do you say david
1: well to to start from the beginning of the whole talk when we were talking about these medications and stuff like that For a woman to take uh, for a woman to take testosterone um, specifically, there is hostility worsening of existing mental illnesses. These are side effects, by the way, depression and anxiety. Those are just a few of them. And then for the side of estrogen side effects, you also have the same depression, anxiety and nervousness, along with increased risk of suicide. And then my most the most funniest one is in both of them. It says incognitive, meaning they they can't rationally think they can't logically think because they're on an opposite hormone gene and you're changing the way their brain is supposed to Supposed to naturally function. So if we're giving this to children who are already dissonant from the reality because you know they still believe in Santa Claus, they still believe in you know the Easter bunny and stuff like that. Now you're gonna throw this into their system and make them think that they're nothing. It it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And to go on to the point of who's pushing it, you know, Rachel Levin. Honestly, I, she looks like a bad version of uh, Penguin from Batman, okay? Hey, <laughs> let's just put it, let's make it real here. You know, D- Danny DeVito's perfect description would be the Penguin from Batman. Um, <laughs> Crazy lunatic trying to take over the world and freeze it over with Dr. Freeze. Like, it just, it doesn't make any sense. So that's how I see it. And it's like these Hollywood movies are recreate we're were created before this time but then it's starting to break into our reality almost and it's no longer being Hollywood it's now part of our reality that we have to make go with this this ideology and it's like if you're not with this ideology then we're going to you know I guess Murder you? I but,
0: in, well that's what LA? well that's what they're pushing and that's what they're telling trans people. It's them or you. No, another tweet that you put up with the David Pro the, the Bacon the, the Bacon project, you said if everyone in the world changed their sex and gender to the opposite of what they were born, as there wouldn't be any more humans being born naturally. And that's so true. There wouldn't be, and they don't care because they're probably right now some mad scientist like Dr. Fracci in some laboratory trying to see if they can transport a woman's uterus to a man or to get a man pregnant. I was reading somewhere that they're talking about butt babies, whereby men go through the act of pretending that they're having a baby from their butt. I mean, all of this stuff is by design and is evil this is evil personified and we're supposed to just sit back and agree with it and if you don't you can lose your livelihood and that's what i fear that if we don't push back and push back respectfully but push back because when you look at the bible jesus was a radical and with his teachers and some of the things that he did he loved them but he would call them out and what we're seeing that they're doing with our children now Our children are going to school and they're telling them, this is what you are and you don't have to tell your parents. And if the parents don't agree, they will remove the child. This is all under Joe Biden's evil administration. You look at his administration, it is an administration full of misfits. People who are in jobs, not because of their qualification, because of but instead, who they identify as. is identity politics at its worst. And we have to start standing up because if we don't, we will see more confused individuals like this woman in Nashville shooting up schools, shooting up public places. It will keep happening. It will continue to happen because these individuals, they're not happy. Some of them, they make the transition, then they go, wait a minute, what did I do? I mean, just imagine you're born this way, you're born a male or female, and then they want to change it and say, oh, you can change it. You can't change it. I don't care how long you say I'm going to live this way. It can't happen. I look at Bruce Jenner, and he even says they are two – There are two genders, and there are so many others who will say the same thing. I don't know if he's happy or not. He comes out and pretends there's a facade, but I would dare say that he probably isn't happy. And there are so many others, but we're trying to tell children, if you start early, you'll be happy, but you're destroying that child's life. And then the next big push is, once we transition, men must accept us. Never mind about women accepting a trans woman a woman who's going from, and i get it so confused a woman who's going from a woman to a man is that a trans woman or that's a trans, trans man? man a trans okay so from woman to man a trans man so from man to woman is a trans woman so they're saying that I can understand why it's confusing yes it, it's completely confusing so <laughs> what they're it, saying it took
1: me a couple of years to realize that
0: <laughs> so and so the other thing is they're saying is that once we transition you must like us and the way that you, you're saying that you, you're, you're accepting this is that you have to date a chick with a stick. Now, I said stick because I don't know if I could say the other word, although I don't find it to be gross or anything. But you must date a chick with a stick. And that, that proves that you are accepting to us and you love us. I'm, I'm, like, I'm sorry, but serious? if I was to
1: date a chick with a <laughs> stick,
0: it would make me gay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bingo. But they're saying, oh, no, you have to. You have to date a chick with a stick and that it's okay because they want to change the natural order, as you said in your tweet. They want to change it. They want yeah, us to and, think that it's okay.
1: To come to that tweet there, that that second part where you were talking about when I said uh, if everyone in the world changed their sex and gender to the opposite of what they were born as, they wouldn't. there wouldn't be any humans being born naturally. Two things came to mind when I wrote that because – First thing the first thing that came to my mind was Genesis 126 and 127 then God said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and all all and over all the earth and over every creepy thing creeping thing that creeps along the earth so god created man in his own image in the image of god he created him male and female he created them and the second part that came to my mind was apparently no one's ever seen uh, um terminator you know skynet you know that where they go and demolish all the human race to so right. create their own version of humans that that's that's how i see it and those that's where those two <laughs> things came into play and i was like Man, this—they're literally making reality. They're turning Hollywood into reality, and God is right here telling us not to do that. Like it says in Proverbs three, five, and eight: Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make um, straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. That's literally talking about your genetic DNA code that he created you. And I was looking at this, um, watching this guy named Dr. Stefan. What's his name here? Uh, I can't remember his last name, but he was talking about um, the scientific um, model of the, G- the the DNA, of our DNA, the codes of it. I think he said there's like 32 strands of code. And he was trying to give an analogy saying that if we were to try and manipulate, like with the whole Dr. Fraud she here and, you know, giving birth, having a males give birth to babies um, and stuff like that, it, it's they're literally trying to decouple the lock of the human genome that's thirty-two. 32- it's a like let's look at it this way. It's a bicycle lock. You give a you give a robber a bicycle lock that has four different combinations, and there's ten numbers on each combination. So you're looking at roughly I don't know a hundred thousand different combinations to uh, to get that lock to unlock, and it would take about fifteen sec uh, fifteen hours to do to do that. Now he says now expand that. We're at thirty two. There's thirty two different genomes that can create the human cell, but within those thirty two, there's a hundred different individual codes within that. So you're looking at at, a, at like, 100, what do you say, 106 zillion different combinations to create a human, to be able to unlock the human genome. And it would take, you know, roughly um, 17 billion years to do that. And we haven't even been on this earth for more than two or three Like, so it it just it boggles the mind at how fast we think we can change things because we think that we can create man, which brings us to the Danas Machina Latin Latin word, which means uh, machine made by God, uh, uh, God, machine, machines made uh, making God. Sorry, let me rephrase that machines making God when it's not that way at all. It, It God created us, which we created machines to help us and assist us not to transform us.
0: God created man in his own image. Folks, you're tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Outlawed platform. We will continue this conversation on the other half of the break, our final segment of the show. And you know what? I think we might have found Andrew. So stay tuned on the other side of the break. Thank you.
2: (laughs) We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRX.com. That's C O F I X R X.com. Use coupon code out loud and get 20% off.
0: And we're back after the Dark with Robin and Andrew. And guess what, folks? I found Andrew. <laughs> I mean, I think he got stuck in the traffic somewhere trying to get to the studio, but he has been found. Andrew, how is it going tonight? it's going great i haven't been in
3: hiding i am here now though and it feels good to be on air i'm sorry i missed the first two segments but i'm looking forward to going back in the archive
0: and catching up absolutely so you our topic tonight we're talking you know david who's been on with us before and we're just talking about this push by the left first of all they're trying to make Christians out to be the bad guy to transgenders, making us an open target for transgenders to come out and attack us. And then this whole idea of trying to transition our children and giving them access to our children so that they can indoctrinate them and confuse them with gender reaffirming surgery at as early as six years old. And Andrew, you and I, we've spoken about this. We spoke about Dwayne Wade and what he's doing to his son. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous what they're doing to these children, how they're confusing them.
3: Yeah, it's disgraceful. And they treat his ex wife like she's bad because she doesn't agree with what Dwayne Wade and his current wife, Gabrielle Union, are doing with their son. And it's just really sad to see. And we saw what happened in Tennessee in the past couple of weeks with this uh, sh- attack on Christianity. This trans person went in and shot up the school. And then just a couple of days later, you've got all these trans protesting in the Tennessee courthouse, chanting, no no justice, no peace. Could you imagine if it were a group of Republicans who had went and Um, shot up some school, and then a couple of days later, you've got a bunch of them in there uh, chanting, no justice, no peace. I mean, just the double standard from the media and the lack of accountability for these people is really astonishing. And uh, what were your thoughts on that, David, that these people were in the Tennessee Capitol or uh, courthouse, whatever it was, just a couple of days after this horrific uh, shooting that we saw uh, play out and unfold uh, with our very own eyes?
1: Well, to start off, I'd like to do a little correction when when we say that there's a double standard. I don't think there's a double standard. I'm looking at it more of there's a God standard, and then there's the devil standard. Exactly. Not a double standard, but a yes. devil standard. And that's how I see it. And that's what they're wanting. They're trying to push these evil, demented ways upon us. And it, it brings me to the say that you know, online, I've been told that I traded my. You know, I'm I'm a Christian fanatic, and I traded one ideology for another, and yet these people are the ones that are pushing a demonic ideology. And I would say that no, I don't. I did not trade one ideology for another. I fell short in my faith because I was a Christian beforehand, but then I fell short and I turned back from God uh, and turned back to God because. God kind of said, no, come back here. Big slap to my face and said, come back to me, son. Like, I'm here, but here, here's a nice little whooping, you know? <laughs> a good parent usually whips their child if they do something wrong. Exactly. That That's just reality. So to go on to this whole shootings and stuff, it's just like the last four that I've seen were all done by trans people. Or shall I say, people who identify as transgender because I don't truly really think they are transgender. I think they were propagandized into believing something that they are truly not and some people are saying that they're using that rhetoric that i just said onto detransitioners even though i've lived the lifestyle for seven years i also studied it for six more years after that and realized that it wasn't i have gender dysphoria I was, I'm clinically known to have gender dysphoria. It's from my psych, my therapist. She, it's on my medical record, gender dysphoria. It's written right there. But here's the thing we corrected that. I actually have a correction now to where it's no longer actually, it, it says past medical condition. Now it's a past medical condition because she helped me bring me back into reality. And this was the third attempt, and it was paid out of my own freaking pocket. The government did not pay for this third opinion. I had to go out of the government to go get some rational, logical, uh, you know, thinking of a therapist. And I was afraid to talk to therapists and psychiatrists because I, I it was just I, I didn't really like to open up. Which brings me to uh Second Chronicles 12, 9 and 10, where it says, But but he says, but he he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all my gl- uh, glad- boast all all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of christ may rest upon me for the sake of christ then i am content with weaknesses insults hardships prosecutions and calamities for when i am weak then i am strong And that's what makes me the strongest, strongest person right now in my faith and not just in my faith, but in this this body that God gave me. And it it's just it's it's that powerful moment to where I even had these other questions. I had some other question uh, asked me if I was optimistic or um, pessimistic about this whole ideology thing. And if I was to say that I was optimistic, then we then you would say, oh, well, David thinks we're going to win and we're going to, you know, we, da, 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 we're we going to win this. Da, da, da. And then if I was pessimistic, you'd say, oh, we're going to lose and I'm not going to do anything. So uh, we're just we're just going to let ourselves lose. Well, I hate to break it to you, but I'm neither. I just know for a fact that we Christians have already won this war. Uh, we just have a lot of scrimmages to face and we have to stand with God during those scrimmages. So that's how I see it, and so when they go and uh, you know infiltrate our our, our supposedly January six was an insurrection. Yeah, well this in this this supposed um, infiltration at the Capitol in Tennessee was a transurrection. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. It sounds good on the tongue, (laughs) and so people here are probably some people are probably rolling their eyes and saying, "Well, what can I? What what can I do? I think I've done everything I could, you know. I I supported Mike Lindell. I'm supporting, you know, the After Dark podcast. I've been buying their stuff. I've been doing this with that, and I've been all no. You there is still more to do, guys. There's always more to do, and um. I'm just going to say it's the man in the arena that counts and that so there is a double edged sword that comes with this. So be very careful when you're dealing with the truth, because dealing in truth is a double edged sword because it can come back to haunt you. But be careful with it because it brings us back to the whole uh, Frederick Nietzsche when he talks about, um, you know, when we're fighting monsters, we have to become a monster. But then we have to make sure we don't stare too far into the abyss because otherwise we'll become the very thing that we're trying to fight. So don't go that far into it. There is hope. There is fear there is hope there is this stuff so i would like to close with saying that romans 12 2 tells us do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of god what is good and acceptable and perfect so with all that said i just i my call tonight my my if i was to have have a call to action with this um i'd say you know we need to be obedient to the lord in all of this and we need to as part of our our worship stuff when we're praying or when we're with our fellow friends and colleagues that we challenge ourselves to do more and challenge yourself to fight for this republic, this constitutional republic that we have to make sure we educate our children properly that we fight every inch and make sure we're pushing back on all those inches and the more we push back this evil the stronger you become in your faith and as a Christian and or just a non-believer who listens to this channel if you don't stand up and fight this evil you will and you allow cynicism to take over your body you will be discouraged you will become weak you will become you know a a part of the problem and not a part of the solution and so i hope that everyone tonight here continues to fight the battles and just know that we've already won the war we just have some scrimmages to fight hey man and and just one and one more thing, sorry, to close is to say that when we are fighting, make sure that we fight for, for Jesus, fight for the liberty, and fight for the greatest nation to ever exist in the history of the world. So, and that's America, by the way. Yeah. Amen. And
3: Rob and I discussed uh, earlier off air about, I said, Rob, what they're doing to these kids is so wrong. I mean, they're not setting them up for a life after high school whatsoever, getting into this transgender business. I mean, it's going to be very hard for these kids to be able to find jobs, uh, work careers. And as Rob mentioned, uh, the last plan is by the time these people are old enough to get to working age, that's going to be the corporate America world where the doors are are going to be open for these trans to get jobs. However, how much work is actually going to get done when you get these people that are um, with gender dysphoria, that are mentally confused into the workforce? And of course, you'll have all these caveats and things to uh, take it easy on them. It just makes you wonder how much work would actually get done. So we've got a long fight ahead of us, for sure. We've just got to keep praying for these people. Um, Hope that uh, the America wakes up and accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior once again. Uh, Rob, in closing, what are your thoughts?
0: Well, Andrew, you said it all. That's, that's it in a nutshell. We have got to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. What more can I say, Andrew? Taking it back to you. That's it. <laughs> that wraps it up. That sums it all up what has to happen. We have to be steadfast and we have to be strong. And we can't go out, as David said, and attack them the way they attack us. But we have to be rooted and grounded in our faith, Andrew, and the truth. Absolutely.
3: Well, we're all out of time tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud. Thank you so much to our guest, David Bacon, for joining us. You can hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or two thumbs up. Or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com and get our full archive of shows. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something, or fall for nothing.